Log from the Welcome to the Jazz Corner, man. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Hepcat Michael Ortiz. Mike, say hello. Hello. You're not doing a jazz voice, man. I don't do jazz voices. It's the Jazz Corner. We're going to talk about jazz today. Nothing but. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi Schema Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. Uh, Mike, what are we fighting about? You can't just lay that on me like that. I I, I need preparation for a jazz voice. <laughs> jazz, man. It's jazz. What are we fighting about? Uh, well, uh, Tonight's topic is best fictional product. So uh, who's joining us today? Well, man, tonight we got uh, the, the cool daddy-o, Michael Felsher. Hi. Uh, Chuckle Tickling Ivory's uh, Farrell. Hello. And Christy Woke. I don't get a name. No, ladies don't get names. Mm-hmm. This is about jazz, goddammit. <laughs> so Please <how> stop it. <laughs> does this work well? Uh, well, uh, each of our panelists has picked uh, six of their favorite fictional products. Uh, and, you know, the strange thing is these have to be products that began as fictional products because a large number of them actually have become real products uh, since they made their fictional debut. Uh, but we... Uh, put them in tournament-style brackets along with two more products chosen by Geek Fight staff. We each give our rationales and our votes, and uh, the winner moves on to the next round. This continues until something is crowned Best Fictional Product. As always, you can use any rationale you want. Uh, it can be sensible and reasonable, although it will most likely be weird and stupid, uh, and that's what we call geek logic. And uh, it's actually a very, very sad, depressing thing. Holy shit. It's almost going to open my door. It's crazy. Anyway, let's jump into the fights. Uh, Christy, the, fir- the, the third, the fifth lady of geek fights. Holy shit. I'm going to have to go to the door to stop him. This motherfucker. Uh, it is Romulan Ale versus Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster from Hitchhiker's Guide. Well, I do love Star Trek. And Romulan Ale is super strong. And basically the Cuban cigar of Starfleet. So I like the legalness of it. But 
um, the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster, I think, could probably you out with one shot. So I'm going to, based on alcoholic content, vote for the Gargle Blaster. I'll vote for the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster. Um, I like Romulan Ale a lot, but I don't because I've actually had it because it's just dying. It's good, but the hipsters would love it. Uh, but I'm going to vote for Romulan Ale anyway. And then just trying to get in. What the hell is this? Uh, <laughs> Michael. Anyway, um, yeah, in this one, I think it's a case of the actual real product hurting the fictional product. For years, I always wondered what Romulan ale would taste like, and then actually having a bottle of it, I was less than impressed. Basically just watered-down blue beer. Oh, yay. So it doesn't make the Romulans look particularly good. So I'm going to go with the um, pan-galactic gargle shaver thingy, whatever the hell it is. Another vote for the pan-galactic gargle blaster. Chuck? Um, well, I never actually had the, the Romulan ale you guys are talking about. Um, and uh, Christy actually kind of stole my Cuban cigar uh, comparison there. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Romulan ale because, first of all, it's super strong drink. And uh, also the fact that it's illegal uh, makes it a lot cooler. Uh, vote for Romulan Ale. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one's going to take the win? Uh, well, I agree with both of you that, that drinking the Romulan Ale was a bit of a disappointment. Um, I'm still going to vote for it over the Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster uh, because I do actually have a six-pack of it still sitting uh, actually right behind me. Um, I don't have a Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. And uh, I've never had a Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. And even though Romulan Ale, it may not, it may not be a great drink. It may not even have the kind of punch that its fictional counterpart is supposed to. It does make your poop green. So uh, I think that's a plus. <laughs> Just like green-blooded Romulans, uh, a vote for Romulan Ale. The Romulan Ale is moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is Squishy, the Squishy from The Simpsons. Uh, versus the stuff from the movie, the stuff and the stuff uh, turns you uh, into a sugar zombie. It routes you from the inside out. It's pretty awesome. Versus the squishy, which turns you into a sugar zombie and routes you from the inside out. And I like the uh, Simpsons just a little bit better, so I'm going to go with the squishy. Michael, it's funny. Uh, you know, completely unrelated to this, I did just watch the stuff again recently on Netflix and. I was reminded of how cool a concept it is and how really crappy a movie it is. Uh, it's one of those ones where someone really needs to remake it because the movie itself is remarkably dorky and not all that satisfying. And uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's a, it, nah, I mean, it, to me, it's like, I'd rather go with a, a drink that actually inspires two kids to go on a, crazy crosstown adventure Broadway style. I don't think the stuff did that. So anything that can inspire a instant Broadway musical number out of two kids, I'll go for the squishy. Uh, vote for the squishy. Chuck? Yeah, I'm going to have to go for the squishy as well, just because um, I'm just not familiar with the, the stuff, so I couldn't really make a good judgment call with that. And um, 
uh, yeah, just kind of dovetailing what Michael said. Uh, uh, apparently, all syrup squishy makes you have uh, crazy hallucinations and go crazy Broadway style. And how could you not like that? They go on a nice sugar bender. Uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I uh, I will kind of echo what everyone else has said. Uh, I, I'm familiar with the stuff. Anchor Bay actually put the movie out, but I never watched it. Uh, and and yeah, I was I was thinking of the same uh, the same scene where the the kids uh, kind of go a little nuts on the concentrated squishy. So I will vote for squishy. Christy, why isn't it a clean sleep sweep? <laughs> I think it's kind of unfortunate that it's up against the squishy, but I guess half of you have don't know anything about the stuff anyway but um it's like this yogurt like substance that some hick finds bubbling out of the ground and he just decides to stick his finger in it and then stick it in his mouth he's like mm, this is good um probably the best scene in the movie which is like the opening scene but the best thing about the stuff is that the marketing the amount of money that uh, that goes into marketing the stuff there's like amazing beautiful colored commercials in the movie for the stuff which is probably the best bit from the stuff if you ever have you know look up look it up on youtube or something but i'll vote for the stuff just to give it some love yeah i'll vote for the stuff but the squishy is moving on through on to our next bite michael this one is yours it is duff beer versus morley cigarettes from the x-files this one's easy for me i prefer Duff Beer is my favorite product from The Simpsons. Uh, it's featured in practically every episode. One way or the other, you'll always see a bottle or a can of Duff Beer somewhere. And I've always been a big fan of Duff Man. Duff Man! And it's especially when, at one point, when Duff Man got hurt, he's just rolling around on the ground going, Duff Man's in pain! <laughs> and I just, I, I don't know. I, I There's something about that beer that I uh, that really appeals to me. Morley cigarettes, all it does is remind me of the cigarette smoking man. And that just reminds me of his appearance in the finale, which was the most disappointing finale in the history of disappointing finales for a show that had already gotten way off track by that point. So it has a negative connotation to me now. So I'm going with Duff Beer. Duff Beer! Chuck? Yeah, I basically agree with everything uh, Michael just said. I think Duff Beer is... uh, uh, again, one of the coolest things that the Simpsons uh, can't get enough of that wonderful duff um, or doof, uh, you know, with the umlau over the U uh, when uh, Mo wants to make it seem exotic. Uh, there's so many great jokes surrounding duff. Uh, um, and I love the Simpsons and I love duff. And I think it even some company even kind of made some duff beer, you know, uh, uh, as kind of a gag as well, which I think is kind of funny. Another vote for duff beer, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for the Morley cigarettes. Um, it, so yeah, the X-Files uh, ended very badly, but, uh, you know, hey, give the Simpsons a chance. There's a, a very good chance its its series finale will be even worse. Um, you know, here are two shows where the first half of their lives were great and the second half uh, has, has really not lived up to the first half. Um, but for me, the, the Morley cigarettes... Uh, are, are just a good prime example of the cigarette smoking man, which I think was a, a, a much more important character to X-Files than Duffman was to uh, the Simpsons. Um, when you would see those cigarettes, when you'd see just the cigarette butt, you would know he was there. You would know that, that things were, were amiss. Um, I love the fact that they're basically Marlboro cigarettes. 
uh, except obviously they couldn't use Marlboro, so they just spelled out the word Morley in the same font. And Morley cigarettes have actually popped up in uh, some show that I was watching recently. I can't remember what it was, but uh, there was a pack on the table and it said Morley. So uh, I'm going to go for Morley cigarettes. Uh, vote for Morley's. Uh, Christy. Yeah, if you look up Morley cigarettes on like Wikipedia or something, it has like a long list of television shows that Morley has been in, um, which is, um, I guess the span is more enduring than Duff. But uh, I already voted for something alcoholic, so I'm just, I'm going to vote for some cigarettes now. So uh, Morley cigarettes. A vote for Morley cigarettes. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. And Duff Beer, uh, Charles Chucky alluded to it for a half a second that somebody made Duff Beer. No, no, no. They make Duff Beer. It is all over the world except for the United States because it's from a cartoon show. And they don't want kids to try and drink it because it's a cartoon <laughs> thing. But there's Duff Beer. They make it in Europe. Yes, but it's unlicensed, and there's been, like, lawsuits over it, so you shouldn't vote for it. Uh, but I am going to no, vote for it. Yes. Because, uh, because they do make it, and because you can't get it here because it's a cartoon beer, and people think that children are stupid enough. Well, you can't get it here because they're not going to bootleg a beer here. You're certainly going to get shut down for that. Uh, yeah, you can bootleg a beer here. It's fun. But I'm you ever still see Smoking the Bandit? Come on. <laughs> I'm voting for Duff Beer. <laughs> that wasn't a documentary, Chuck. <laughs> and they, and they, really weren't they really weren't bootlegging a beer. They were simply trans transporting an existing beer across state. Yeah, lines. they were smuggling. Yeah. yeah we you, I mean, really, get your fucking back straight. Anyway, Duff Beer, moving on. <laughs> we're Mis- on. Someone's going to be sitting here misquoting the purpose of smoking in the band. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Save that for the next episode. Uh, Chuck, this one is yours. It is Stay Puffed Marshmallows versus Acme products from, uh, well, Pretty much every cartoon, I, mainly Warner Brothers, but I think Acme pops up in other things too, right? But anyway, uh, Chuck? Hmm, uh, this is tough. I really like Ghostbusters and the State Puff reference. Uh, I think that's a good pick. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the Acme product just because, uh, just for the uh, Coyote and Roadrunner uh, situation uh, alone. Uh, um, it was just kind of poking fun of Acme. It was actually an actual store that just Everything in Acme is just an Acme brand, but it's like a CVS, but everything is just made by Acme. So it kind of really kind of pushed uh, to the extreme. Let's like what kind of products they have, like particle accelerators and and shit. And uh, I just think that's really hilarious and uh, uh, very classic and, dare I say, iconic. A vote for Acme products. Mike? This is a tough one. Um, Originally, I just put Acme Dynamite on here because I wanted a specific product. Uh, and then it's been kind of expanded to the entire product line. Um, actually, I believe at least in one iteration of Batman, I don't know if it was the movie or if it was the comics, but uh, Acme Chemical was the chemical company where the uh, the Joker fell into the pit. So uh, Acme Chemicals are also responsible for the Joker, uh, arguably in some, in some versions of the continuity. Uh, but I am going to go for... Uh, stay puff, stay puff marshmallows because uh, they nearly destroyed the world. Whereas most Acme products just can't even come close to destroying a Roadrunner. Uh, vote for stay puffed marshmallows, uh, Christy. 
Yeah, I was going to say something about how unreliable Acme products are, and I don't really think it's the way to go. Whereas Stay Puffed is so an enduring, loved, um, iconic uh, product. Ding. Thank you. Um, that even renowned scientists can't not think of them. So, Stay Puffed. A vote for Stay Puffed. Uh, yeah, no, it's Acme. It's Acme all day long. Uh, there's a shit ton of Acme products, uh, and they are iconic. And I believe that is, it's either in, uh, the, uh, what is it? The Batman movie or, uh, the killing joke is where Acme comes into play, but <clears throat> doesn't matter. Uh, I, I'm just talking about the Roadrunner, Bugs Bunny, uh, Daffy Duck, uh, Wiley Coyote, Elmer Fudd, all these motherfuckers using Acme products. Uh, I, and I love the Warners. So I'm going to go with uh, the Acme products. It's all tied up. Comes down to you, Michael. Which one takes the win? You just, you know, you have to just pay a little bit more attention. I mean, it's obviously Coors beer that they're smuggling and smoking into bandits. So, I mean, just, it's not a situation <laughs> where it's a fictional beer. Okay. They're clearly I stand just, corrected. Okay. I just want to make this clear. Cause you know, it's important stuff. I agree. Here. All right. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I'm impressed by the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. The product itself, the marshmallows, <laughs> I don't know if they're particularly good marshmallows. They look like they're okay. Um, but the man, I mean, it's it's kind of two different things. If we were voting for the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, I'd be more inclined. Uh, but I got to vote for Acme for the Warner Brothers history and the fact that they have a 100% failure rate. <laughs> no product that they have ever sold to anybody, especially the coyote ever works out. So I just love the fact that uh, someone's getting rich off the fact that they have a, an Im immensely creative, but uh, um, uh, really, really bad uh, uh, assembly line of, of products. No one can, uh, no one really can depend on them, but you can depend on the fact that they're undependable. So Acme. A vote for Acme. Yeah. Their marketing pro uh, is probably amazing. <laughs> But Acme is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the everlasting gobstopper from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory versus Bloodman and Chronic Comic Books. Hmm, this is tough. I actually just uh, watched some of uh, Willy Wonka uh, a couple days ago. Um, I love the movie. Uh, it's a great movie. Um, one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, the gobstopper uh, is, is a product you can get, but the product that you can get in real life actually uh, bears little resemblance to the actual real everlasting gobstopper. Um, but I'm going to vote for the Blunt Man and Chronic comic book uh, because we've got a variety of foodstuffs on this list. I would like to see an actual comic book go forward. Uh, it is a comic book you can get in uh, the real world. Uh, plus, I've uh, been listening to a lot of Kevin Smith's uh, Fat Man on Batman and watching a lot of comic book men lately. So, uh, yeah, let's give a little bit to Kevin Smith. Uh, vote for Blunt Man and Chronic Comic Books. Uh, Christy. Yeah, uh, the Gobstoppers kind of seem like a stupid product because once you make one for everybody on the planet who wants one, then it's kind of there's no more purpose for it because they never... <laughs> You know, they're everlasting. So I, I guess I'm going to vote for Blunt Man and Chronic Comic Books. A vote for Blunt Man and Chronic Comic Books. See, now here's my dilemma. 
I don't know that Blunt Man and Chronic comic books or comic book is a fictional product. Yes, it appears in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but if I'm not mistaken, the comic book Blunt Man and Chronic makes its premiere before the movie. It was in Chasing Amy. No, Chasing Amy isn't Blunt Man and Chronic. Which one is that? Uh, Chasing Amy is something completely different, I thought. No, I think you're wrong. Yeah, you are. Because I know Allred does the art on it. You're so wrong! <laughs> all right. All right. I, I will I will take that as wrong. But I'm still voting for the everlasting gobstopper because they became a real product. It's actually one of the first ones that becomes a real product. And the actual Blunt Man and Chronic comic books were published after Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm still voting for the everlasting gobstopper because it's one of the first fictional products to become a real product. It, it starts the legacy of all these other ones. So, uh, Everlasting Gobstopper. Uh, Michael? Yeah, I'm also going to vote for the Gobstopper because actually, and it's what's interesting about the Willy Wonka line is it actually inspired a full line of products. Willy Wonka, there's a full line of candy bars and candy products. I can't think of too many times where a movie has inspired not just one product, but a whole shitload of them. Uh, that's, you know, that's pretty impressive, actually. Um yeah, the Blunt Man and Chronic thing is cute, but right now I'm kind of not really in a mood for Blunt Man and Chronic or Jane Silent Bob because I just saw the trailer for that new animated movie they're doing, and I hope it's good, but boy, does it look like a pile. And it kind of turned me off to the whole thing, and I'm just like, yeah. So I'm not in a Jane Silent Bob kind of mood right now, so fucking gobstopper. It is all tied up. Comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? So, uh, um, I was originally going to vote for Bluntman and Chronic just uh, due to the fact that there's a villain called Cockknocker who's also played by Mark Hamill. Uh, but um, now that it's come down to the wire, I think I'm going to go for uh, um, Everlasting Gobstoppers just because Willy Wonka is a great um, a movie. Uh, um, and uh, I kind of agree with uh, Michael that... Um, Kevin Smith has really kind of fallen uh, uh, from his uh, his early days. A lot of the stuff that he does um, uh, now from uh, even a couple of his podcasts, I find kind of um, self-indulgent and a lot of newer stuff he's done. Uh, I've been very disappointed with like Clerks 2 uh, and stuff like that. Uh, By the way, I just want to clarify. I'm not saying Kevin Smith overall has fallen down. No, I'm just fine. saying I'm that's just saying I'm... the new animated movie looks like a turd. Yeah, but, but uh, that's 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 as far as I'm willing to go with you on this. Uh, okay, fair enough. I was just kind of, um, you know, going a little Spe- further than that. Yeah, right? just spewing tons and tons of Kevin Smith hate. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, well, you know what it is, is that his early stuff is just so great, and uh, um, you know, you try to like some of the newer stuff, but uh, it just isn't the same anymore. Don't drag me into your whirlpool of hate. <laughs> but everlasting gobstopper is moving on. We're on to our next fight, Christy. This one is yours. It is Krabby Patties from uh, Spongebob versus the anal intruder from Top Secret. Uh, Spongebob makes the Krabby Patty look absolutely delicious and supposedly it's the most famous burger in the Pacific Ocean. I've never seen Top Secret, but I am intrigued by this anal intruder. Um, so I'm going to vote for the Krabby Patty, but after I hear what everyone has to say, I may change my vote. 
a vote for the Krabby Patty. I'm voting for Anal Intruder. I've seen Top Secret. Don't remember what it is, but the fact that it's called the Anal Intruder, it's got my vote. <laughs> um, uh, Michael? Not really sure I ever want to hear anyone say the phrase, I'm intrigued by the Anal Intruder. Why? <laughs> that, that is not Why not? Some, yeah, I, it's just not something you want to hear in polite conversation. <laughs> uh, it's just... I can't remember the last time I had a conversation with someone that's like, you know, I'm intrigued by the anal intruder. Gotta go. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's not something I, I really want to hear. So I am going to, uh, as a result of that, vote for the Krabby Patty, which actually I think is a uh, uh, nice to have a representation from SpongeBob in here, which is an underrated show, and it is the product from that show. So um, I'd much rather have a Krabby Patty than an anal intruder. So let's just leave it at that. All right. Uh, Chuck. Uh, definitely Krabby Patty for me. I really like SpongeBob, especially the earlier uh, episodes. I think they're really kind of quirky and fun. And the Krabby Patty is kind of almost just like a riff on generic uh, of fast food. And it's just such a, a big part of the show. Uh, definitely Krabby Patty. Mike. You guys are all wrong. It is totally the anal intruder. First of all, it is called the anal intruder. Uh, that that actually sounds like a supervillain name, um, and and what it is actually is what amounts to a a fairly you know maybe medium small size jackhammer, uh, maybe about two feet in length with a variety of of dildonic attachments, including a full fist, um, and uh, it is it is so pleasurable that the uh, the guy in Top Secret actually uh, died using it and was found uh, basically impaled on his own anal intruder. Um, wow. That's, that's a hell of a toy. Like something so much fun. Can I have <laughs> <any of> those? <laughs> I was going to say that dildonic is probably the best word I've ever heard. Oh my God. <laughs> a vote for the anal intruder, but unfortunately the anal intruder is not moving on. So I don't get to say anal intruder again. Oh no. Krabby Patty is into the next round. We're on to our next fight. It is Red Apple Cigarettes from Pulp Fiction versus the Daily Planet newspaper. Daily Planet newspaper. That's it. Michael? Oh, you're going to have to give me a minute after that last one. Uh, I'm still got anal intruders floating around in my head. Uh, sure you, uh, you do. Shut up. Hey, uh, okay, what's, this, what's, what's the matchup here again? Red Apple Cigarettes versus the Daily Planet newspaper. Oh. Uh, I'm going to vote for Red Apple Cigarettes because I do appreciate the fact that Quentin Tarantino has created products and characters in his own sort of fictional Tarantino-verse, and Red Apples are, are one of the ones you can always catch, and I appreciate his attention to creating something like that. The Daily Planet's cool and all that, and I'm sure it's going to win because it's the Daily Planet, Superman, blah, blah, blah. But I want to throw a little love Tarantino's way. Uh, vote for Red Apple Cigarettes. Chuck? Um, I'm definitely going for Daily Planet. Um, Red Apple Cigarettes, I guess it's cool, but uh, it's not a super prominent aspect of Pulp Fiction, whereas Daily Planet is a key component of Superman. It's uh, part of who he is, uh, and uh, he works at a newspaper almost to keep abreast of... Uh, all the important news and crises that are going on so he can kind of help out people on the planet in general. And, uh, uh, I mean, come on, anyone on the street, you say, hey, the Daily Planet, most people know it's from Superman. So uh, uh, got to go with Daily Planet. Uh, vote for the Daily Planet. Mike? 
If uh, if the Morley cigarettes aren't going to go forward, then I don't think the Red Apple cigarettes should go forward. Number one, two, fuck Quentin Tarantino, uh, and number three, everything checks out about the Daily Planet. Oh, gee, Mike, why are you so against Tarantino? Personal reasons, <laughs> Christy. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm a political junkie. I love reading newspapers and news magazines and news sites and news blogs. So I think it would be disingenuous to not vote for the Daily Planet. And the Daily Planet is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It's the first unknown fight of the evening, afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening to it. It is Slurm versus Chris Mitchell's pick. And he actually put he, he actually uh, just gave him to me a little while ago. And his first thing he said was Mr. Fusion. I'm like, oh, that's a great pick. Uh, we should totally go with Mr. Fusion. And then he said the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And at first I thought he was talking about the, the, the actual from the Hitchhiker's Guide. I'm like, well, no. And then, he, and then I was like, wait, no. He means the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as a fictional product. And I was like, oh, that's way better. So it is Slurm versus the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Michael? No, oh, Slurm. Fuck your slurm. Uh, Chuck? Definitely slurm because it's highly addictive and it has an original party worm as uh, the mascot. Uh, Vote for slurm. Mike? Uh, I will vote for the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, Slurm is a lot of fun, um, but it's, it's, you know, it's a minor part of the show. It's been a part of of a couple episodes. I would actually like to have a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, I, I would like someone to just try and, and just make one, make like a, a tablet that's got all the, all the information from the book in there, plus a lot of other random stuff. Uh, it's a very, very important tablet, and it would probably describe Slurm as mostly harmless. Uh, Christy? I can't believe that none of us thought to put Hitchhiker's Guide on here. I'm definitely going to vote for it. Um, that's like the best product ever. It's constantly being updated. Um, I don't really drink soda. I wouldn't drink slurm. I don't, I don't care about slurm. Ooh. Slurm is highly addictive. It's all tied up. It comes down to me and this one sucks because I do like slurm a lot. I have two cans of slurm right here, but if there Whoa. was, uh, I do, I've got a can that I can actually drink and a can that actually has playing cards in it. Uh, I, 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 I like it a lot, but if I could have a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I would want a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to tell me all kinds of quirky facts about stupid stuff and things that I didn't need to know and things that I did need to know. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a very useful fictional product, and I'm going to have to vote for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is the premier steamer trunk from Joe versus Volcano Versus Nukem, the game from RoboCop. Definitely Nukem. Um, one of the things I really love about RoboCop, which is a really awesome movie, uh, are the uh, ironic uh, TV commercials. And Nukem is basically kind of like a battleship-esque type board game where you're trying to take over the world. And uh, uh, basically, you have to try not to let people nuclear attack you. And it's uh, just like a wholesome family game where you nuke countries and kill large amounts of people. It's hilarious. You just crossed my Afghanistan border. <laughs> Nuke them. It's hilarious. All those millions of people dying. Mike? 
Uh, hmm. I, I actually was not uh, familiar with, with Nukem. Um, but it sounds pretty cool. Uh, however, the the premier steamer from Joe versus the Volcano actually was kind of a surprisingly key part of the movie um, and uh, and kind of important. But uh, I still think Joe versus the Volcano went too far on best Spielberg movie, so fuck it, and I will vote for uh, Newcomb. You petty bitch! <laughs> vote for Newcomb. Christy? Yeah, I actually think this is a hard fight um, because I love RoboCop and I don't love the volcano, but I would like a watertight steamer trunk in case I ever crash in the middle of the Pacific Ocean or whatever. Um, But, okay, Nukem is so awesome. It looks like a battleship setup, but it's like Risk, but it's like also like real like current events. Other than you're trying to blow people up with nuclear weapons, it's like, what's one of the lines? Like, that's it, Buster. No more military aid. (laughs) So I'm going to vote for Nukem, too. I'm sorry. Ah, A vote for Nukem. Um, Joe versus the Volcano is an amazing movie and did deserve to go as far as it did, number one. Number two. Those uh, the the scene where they introduce those the the the, the trunks, it's a kind of a quick thing. But like like uh, who said that? Chuck? It, it, Michael? Whoever said it? Uh, it's a very intricate part of the movie, and and it gives my my absolute favorite scene when he's out in the middle of the ocean after he's wrapped up all the trunks together. He has four of them. He made a raft out of them, and he's out there and he's just completely exhausted and wasted. I've said it before and I'll say it again. And the moon rises up over over the ocean and he just looks up and he's like, it's so big. I love that scene so much. And without those nice trunks, he would be dead and we wouldn't have that scene at all. I am voting for the premier steamer trunk. Uh, Fuck you, RoboCop. I'd buy that for a dollar. Michael. Yeah, I'm totally voting for the steamer trunk. Uh, nothing against the RoboCop game. It's fine, but the steamer trunk saves their ass on a couple of occasions. Uh, and, and I love the fact that the product, he, that's the scene where he sells the product to him. The, the salesman is so unquestionably devoted to these trunks. He just thinks they're the greatest thing ever. And it's nice to see a salesman in the movie who actually sells a decent product. You know, it's not some fraudulent bullshit thing that turns out to be a pile of crap later. The guy has a right to be that proud of these products that he's putting out there because it saves his ass on the uh, on the water early on, and it saves her ass at the end of the movie. In fact, one of the last lines of the movie is, wherever we go, we're taking this luggage with us because it saved their butts. So I got to go with the steam trunk. I'll vote for the steamer trunks. But Newcomb is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. Get down! It is <laughs> Turbo Man from Jingle All the Way versus uh, Perry Air from Spaceballs. Uh, I'm going to go with Turbo Man um, because it it uh, it played a more essential role in the movie. Um, and uh, and I actually, I don't remember any, I don't remember much about Spaceballs and I definitely don't remember Perry Air. He would, what? Open, he would open a That's bottle like of air. Part. But uh, Chuck. Um, oh, wait. No, sorry. Christy. Yeah. Perrier is 
like the best product ever. What's better than selling bottled water? I think canned air when like, especially like right now on earth with air pollution getting awful, super, super, super bad. I can definitely see canned air being like the next big thing. They have it in China, actually. I was going to say, yeah, or Google at least in shit. Hong Kong. Yeah, in China, because there's quite a bit. They actually have that as a novelty, for real. <laughs> they have Perrier's. That's awesome. Well, no, not Perrier's, but yeah. actual canned air. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I can't believe you don't remember that scene. Yeah. Well, anyway, fuck Turbo Man. Perrier. Uh, vote for Perrier. Fuck Turbo Man. Fuck you, man. Turbo Man is the greatest in the history of the world. It's such a shitty toy. It is an incredibly shitty toy that everybody wants for this holiday season. And it spurs Arnold Schwarzenegger on into putting on the Turbo Man costume and fighting uh, Sinbad as a the mailman Sinbad as the bad guy who does horrible things to a child. Horrible. He tries to kill a kid. Um, and because of that, uh, I, I have to vote for Turbo Man because it's, it's great. Michael? fuck is wrong with you people jingle all the way is a shitty movie it was a terrible fucking movie Tur turbo man was a stupid toy and a stupid fucking movie it was just it was a great idea that they executed so terribly and you got schwarzenegger flying around a fucking super suit at the end of this movie where it's supposed to be just about a father getting a toy for his kid where'd they get the technology to have someone flying around a real fucking turbo man suit and it was another one of those movies where Schwarzenegger decided that he could just bring his accent back full throttle. So half the time, all you hear from him is, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this movie. This is a, a shitty, shitty excuse of, of a flick and a product to be on this list. And fuck Mike, Perrier. A uh, vote for Perrier. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Um, I'm definitely going for Perrier. Uh, it's a really great moment in Spaceballs uh, where the president is just assuring uh, somebody over the phone that uh, they're not running out of air. Air quality is fine. And then he opens up his can just to breathe some fresh air out of it. And uh, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, in China, as kind of a novelty, they, the air quality is so notoriously bad, specifically in Beijing. Uh, they actually do have canned air. If you look it up, you'll find some articles about it. It's, it's pretty funny. So, uh, Kind of like a kind of like an ironic uh, a joke about pollution uh, or treating the planet poorly uh, has actually come to fruition. So uh, definitely Perrier. And we're going to leave Turbo Man to blow AIDS-infected hobos in subway bathrooms. <laughs> uh, is he going to swallow? Turbo Man always swallows. <laughs> <laughs> and Perrier. Is it to the next round? We are on to our next fight. Christy, this one is yours. It's hoverboards versus Shango beer from Dust Till Dawn. I know there's the hoverboards, there's like a stigma with it, but you know, never going to be made. Where's our fucking hoverboards? <laughs> but who the fuck put Shango beer on here? Like, I had to look it up. I mean, I've seen Desk Till Dawn once, and that's the only time I will ever see it. And it was uh, a suck of my life. No pun intended. I'm voting for the hoverboards because who wouldn't want one if they were actually real? I'll vote for hoverboards. I want my hoverboard. 
I'm voting for hoverboards. hoverboards. Michael? They actually did these replica hoverboards recently, but they didn't hover. Ah. <laughs> so fuck them. If they're not going to give us real fucking hoverboards, don't don't go 90% of the way and just say, oh, it's exactly the same as the movie, except for the fact they don't hover. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, I, I don't need that shit. When you have time to actually invent the real hoverboard, which, by the way, we've had the technology to invent the hoverboard for quite some time. They're keeping the hoverboards from us. That's what's going on here. I don't want to hear any more about the fucking hoverboards. So until the hoverboards really show up, I'm not voting for it. I'll just vote for the piss warm Django beer. Uh, vote for Django beer. Chuck. Uh, definitely hoverboards. Hoverboards are awesome. A fictional Mattel product. Um, once you saw it, you definitely always wanted one. And uh, even when I was in elementary school, there was always the rumor that they're, you know, they're working on the hoverboards. They're going to come out. Uh, and um, even though we've never gotten them, uh, um, they're fucking awesome. A vote for the hoverboard. And Mike. You know, if uh, if I wasn't going to vote for the hoverboard boards before, uh, seeing how angry they make Michael would definitely have changed my mind. Hoverboard. <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes. A vote for hoverboards. And hoverboards are moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is Butterbeer from Harry Potter versus a tasty motherfucking burger. The big, big kahuna burger from Pulp Fiction. This one sucks. Um, Because I I really want to vote for the Big Kahuna Burger. I really do. Because it's a tasty burger. Let me get some of that tasty beverage to wash down this tasty burger. Like, that scene is great. But I love Butterbeer, and I want it. And now, soon, I will have it. I will be purchasing it from the internet to have Butterbeer and taste it for the first time and then know that it sucks. But before that, what it, what it is in my head, what she wrote down as what it tastes like is what I want to be in my mouth. Uh, so <laughs> We all know how much you love butterbeer. Oh, yeah. I want butterbeer. I'm voting for butterbeer. Uh, Michael. All right. Um, I'm going to vote for the Big Kahuna Burger because I like any fictional product that's involved in a murder. Uh, it's a multiple homicide. There's, there's like five people that died. Well, uh, I only really view the burger being involved in the one guy's murder. Okay. Okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Uh, Chuck? Um, I'm definitely going for the big kahuna burger. Um, not a big Harry Potter fan. Um, I even tried reading the books, and at the risk of sounding pretentious, I could barely make it through the first one uh, just because I thought it was poorly written. Uh, uh, I know it's a kid's book and stuff like that, but uh, I don't know. I just never got the whole Harry Potter thing. Uh, um Big Kahuna Burger is awesome because it spawns the brilliant uh, interchange about how a quarter pounder with cheese is called a Royale with cheese in France because of the metric system. And I love that quote. Definitely going with the Big Kahuna Burger. What? Can, can you hear me? Damn it. I was yeah. hoping you would say, say what again. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Mike? Uh, yeah, I will vote for the uh, the big Kahuna Burger. I- I've actually had the real butter beer at the uh, Harry Potter thing in Orlando, uh, and it's not that impressive. And, and and you know, when I think of words butter and beer, I don't think of them going together. It doesn't sound like uh, like something I would like. Um, whereas I do like a good tasty burger. 
What? Wait, did Mike just vote for Big Kahuna Burger? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm voting for Butterbeer. All right. <laughs> it's all tied up. It comes down to you, Christy. All right. Okay, everyone's probably going to think less of me, but I don't care. So, I'm a pescatarian. I don't eat beef. I don't care about burgers. I voted for the Krabby Patty because it can be made of fish, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I guess I'm going to vote for Butterbeer. Who earns? Boo Earns is right. Butterbeer is into the next round. Woohoo! We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is Diamond Skin Cream from Arrested Development versus Log from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, well, this is very easy. I mean, the Diamond Skin Cream, I, I like Arrested Development, but Log is Log. You know, it's it's just, it's got, it's, it's, it's fucking Log. Can't vote against log. A vote for log. Okay, I, I, I've got to do it. It's log. It's log. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. It's log. It's log. It's better than bad. It's good. Like, ah, uh, everyone wants a log. Everyone loves a log. Sorry. Come on and get your log. <sighs> You're going to love it. Log. La, 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 la. Yeah, I, I love that log song. Uh, Chuck? Definitely log. Uh, the original Ren and Stimpy was really cool uh, when I was younger. Uh, it really uh, kind of blew my mind. It's kind of like... Uh, like, like ironic, sarcastic humor. Uh, the fact they're just marketing just simply a log, but like as like a consumer product. Uh, and plus, it rolls downstairs over in pairs and over your neighbor's dog. Uh, you can't go wrong with a log. Genius. Another vote for log, Mike. Log. Christy. I'm voting for log for girls. <laughs> and I will quickly <laughs> clean sweep it up for log. Had it been the diamond skin cream from a uh, goddamn Catwoman, I'd have been all about it, but it's not. <laughs> Nobody remembers the movie Catwoman? I just voted for Log because I was God hoping Michael would change his vote. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen Catwoman. You ain't getting me to vote against Log, motherfucker. <laughs> and Log is moving on. On to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is Buddy Christ hey, versus Rectogeno, Klingon Coffee. Okay, this is uh, a really tough one um, uh, because Ractid, I really love Deep Space Nine and it's kind of like a prominent drink in Deep Space Nine. Um, but uh, And Buddy Christ, even though I have kind of a chip on my shoulder with Kevin Smith and I'm, Dogma's okay. I'm not a huge fan of that movie. Uh, but um, just George Carlin playing uh, like that member of uh, the Catholic Church and and uh, uh, Buddy Christ is just really hilarious. Uh, um, uh, I think that's a really fun aspect of that movie. Um, so I'm definitely going for Buddy Christ. Uh, vote for Buddy Christ. Uh, Mike. This uh, this is actually kind of tough. Um, I mean, it's Star Trek and Kevin Smith, both things I, I like a great deal. Um, I put Ractagino on the list, um, but it is certainly not as essential a part of Deep Space Nine as Buddy Christ is uh, in Dogma. I have a Buddy Christ. I don't have any Ractagino. Uh, but I will I will vote for the Ractagino because I have recently watched uh, Trials and Tribulations and uh, that nice. pops up a lot there. And uh, and actually that's that, that scene where uh, you know all these people asking for Ractagino and like, who's asking for Ractagino? Well, the Klingons. And then you find out that the Klingons don't have bumpy heads. So uh, I'll vote for Ractagino because it obviously gets the Klingons pretty wired. A vote for Ractagino, Christy. Yeah, I love coffee, um, and everyone in Starfleet says 
Klingons really know how to do coffee. It's supposed to be way better than our coffee. So I'm going to vote for Ractagino. A vote for Ractagino. You can actually uh, make it. Uh, what is it? The Ugly Couch Show. UglyCouchShow.com. Our friends over there. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Not a very close friend, I guess. Well, no, it, it's, it's, it's Greg. Uh, or Greek. Uh, he uh, put up all the recipes from uh, Star Trek Experience on their website. So there's actually the recipe to make Ractagino, and it's there. And you can make it yourself. I don't know if it's just a bunch of coffee or coffee with booze, but I know it does involve coffee and a lot of it. And I am a big not fan of coffee. I can't stand it. I, 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 I'm sure I would not like Ractagino whatsoever. Uh, I'm also not a big fan of Christ. But I'm a huge fan of Buddy Christ. So I'm going to vote for Buddy Christ. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Michael. Which one takes the win? Well, I can't vote against our good Lord and Savior. So I'm going to vote for the Buddy Christ. Uh, Vote for Buddy Christ. May I remind you that on Best Zombie, you're the one who said, fuck Jesus. (laughs) I'm trying to get back in his good graces. Uh, Well, voting for Buddy Christ would be the opposite of doing that. Yep. Buddy Christ is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It's Soylent Green versus Paper Street Soap from Fight Club. Uh, this this is tougher than it should be. Um, Soylent Green is such a great product. Um, it's a tasty product. Uh, it's a product that's good for everyone, really. But uh, as I've said before, Fight Club just doesn't seem to get enough uh, love and enough attention on this show. Uh, so I'm going to put Paper Street Soap on there. Uh, one, just as a vote for Fight Club in general, and because they make the soap out of the fat of rich ladies. So what you're saying is it's people. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Christy? Huh. Well, I didn't know that. But you don't eat soap, so it's not really cannibalism. So I was going to say, there are so many brands of soap on the market I think I'd rather like to explore creative ways of cannibalism and population control more so than buying Paper Street soap. So, Soylent Green. A vote for Soylent Green. Yeah, they're both people. Like, uh, and um, I, I think the reason well, Soylent Green is old people. Paper Street soap is rich people. Yeah. Uh, but I think the reason why Fight Club uh, doesn't get a lot of love on this show is because it shouldn't, because the commercialization of Fight Club is the exact opposite of what Fight Club would want you to do. <laughs> so we, we should really not do things in favor of Fight Club just because, uh, like I, I saw a website just the So it's other the day. violation of the first rule? Yeah, you don't talk about Fight Club. Uh, I saw a website, it's called What Would Tyler Durden Do? And I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel right. That feels the exact opposite of what Tyler Durden would do. He would not make a website about what he would do. Uh, and promoting his soap is not something he would do either. Uh, it's the exact opposite. Soylent Green is people. I enjoy eating people. I'm going to vote for Soylent Green. Michael? Mm, I put Soylent Green on this list. Because let's face it, it, you know, any product that's actually made out of human beings deserves to be on this list. But I can't help but love the irony of the Paper Street Soap Company being, you know, sold back to the rich ladies who are getting their fat taken out in the first place. 
So, and I, you know, any chance to vote for Fight Club, I usually take it. So, I'm going to go for the Paper Street Soap Company or the Paper Street Soap specifically. It is all tied up. Comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? Okay. Uh, part of me, this is tough, uh, would like to vote for Paper Street Soap um, because it's made out of rich people and I actually hate rich people more than I hate old people. But, uh, um, Soiling Green is kind of a campy movie. It isn't that great, but Charlotte Heston is the fucking man. He really knows how to ham it up. Uh, and anywhere from Planet of the Apes and just the end of uh, Soiling Green is people uh, is really fantastic. I got to go with Soiling Green. A vote for Soiling Green. Although I, I was listening to some other show. I don't know what it was. And they were talking about it. They saw Soiling Green for the first time. And they were like, oh, once you know the reveal, the movie's fucking horrible. <laughs> like yeah pretty know, much even the trailer kind of implies what it is to begin with too well not to mention the cover um, yeah <laughs> yeah well i remember one time for planet of the apes they put on the cover the statue of liberty i'm like why the fuck would you put that on the cover of a planet of the apes dvd well it's too late but soylent green is moving on last fight of the first round christy this one is yours it is cheesy poofs from south park Versus Karen's pick, which I believe is the only video game thing on here. Matter of fact, I'm almost positive it's the only thing from a video game on here. It is the chicken gun from Ratchet and Clank, which turns bad guys into chickens. Huh. Hmm. Well, that is very entertaining. I think, okay. I was in middle school when, I know, I was in middle school when um, South Park came out. And of course, we are all like, or like maybe I was in high school. Well, I was like 15 and I had a job and all my money went to buying South Park products, including the cheesy poofs that they would sell wherever. So I'm going to, I'm going to vote for cheesy poofs. I'm sorry. Uh, vote for cheesy poofs. There's no need to say you're sorry. When, uh, yeah, I, I, the chicken gun is cool and ratchet and clank, whatever. Uh, cheesy poofs are real. You can you can actually eat cheesy cheesy poofs. So I'm gonna go with cheesy poofs, Michael. Yeah, I'm voting for cheesy poofs. Uh, Chuck. Um, yeah, never heard of the chicken gun. Heard of cheesy poofs, and South Park is awesome. So cheesy poofs. Mike, are you going to vote for something that's in a video game? You know, it's funny. I've I've never played the game, but I do recall seeing a commercial. Where someone had that gun and was turning people into chickens, and it looked pretty cool. So uh, I think I would actually rather have a gun that turns people into chickens than a cheesy poof because I'm not a big fan of cheese puffs. Ooh, but I am a fan of chicken wings. I mean, I'm a fan of chicken wings. You know what? I'm changing my vote, but it doesn't matter. Cheesy poofs is moving on. I would. Eat. I'm a fan of chicken wings and eating human flesh. Oh my god. Perfect. Perfect. But um, Cheesy Poofs is into the next round. Uh, we'll be back right after... Whatever it is, I'm not doing it. This is jazz song, man. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> this latest hit from Miles Davis. All right. Spin that record, baby. So lonely since my baby left me. I got 
got no money and nothing is free. Oh, I've been so lonely since the day I was born. All I got is this rusty, this rusty old horn. Hey, Mom, what do you say to a game of tennis? Come on, Grandma, but do you want our side? The boys don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get my racket. Um, on second thought, I think I better sit this one out. Well, you kids go ahead. I want to have a talk with your old Grandma. You're still having control problems, aren't you? I just don't feel confident, Harvey. Come with me. I want to let you in on a little secret. Here we are. It's oops, I crapped my pants. Oops, I crapped my pants. I've heard of those. Do they work? Oops, I crapped my pants. I've performed every bladder and bowel control product on the market today. Here, let me show you. I imagine this pitcher of iced tea is really a gallon of your feces. Now see how a super thick fluff filter allows for maximum absorbency without leaking. I'm impressed. Oops, I crap my pants can hold a lot of dung. And get this. Oops, I crap my pants are biodegradable. Now that's good for the environment. So how do you know so much about oops, I crap my pants? I'm wearing them, and I just did. Nice point, Grandma. Thanks, oops, I crap my pants. Visit your local pharmacist and just say, oops, I crap my pants. From Procter and Gamble. Hello, Geek Fights fans. This is your favorite guest panelist, Alan. Do you have a blog, business, website, or podcast? Have you been wondering how you can get your promo or commercial played during the Geek Fights mid show break? Well, we here at Geek Fights HQ have some great news for you. Geek Fights wants to play your promo absolutely free of charge. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, your friends at Geek Fights want to share the internet love. And with exposure to over 20,000 listeners a month, you just can't go wrong. How do you get your promo on the show? It's easy. And don't worry about the quality. DIY is fun. Simply record your promo any way you can. Just be sure to include your show or business name and website if you have one. And email it here. Geekfights at gmail.com That's geekfights at gmail.com And please put promo in the subject line. And your friends here at Geek Fights will run your promo during our next open slot. Don't forget, it's absolutely free. Thanks for listening, and keep up the Geek Fight. This is Ruth Waits of the Church of Satan. More information at churchofsatan.com. And you're listening to Geek Fights. 
we're... Are we starting now? Darn it, why did you do that? I was trying to make people look at their iPod or whatever they were listening to it like it was breaking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, you can do it again. No, no, no. That's fine. Yeah, we're, we're starting right now. <sighs> Coming at you with Jared Fornaby, trademark geek cred. Uh, let's get some geek cred from some folks that you've heard a bunch of times. Christy, what is your geek cred? Nope. All right, then. Chuck, what is your geek cred? Uh, my geek cred is I love, like like a lot of stupid stuff way too much. Uh, Michael? Uh, well, I think I only had about 11 of them. And <laughs> that is geek cred. Let's jump back into the fights. <laughs> It is Romulan Ale versus the Squishy. Um, I have not had a Squishy. I have had Romulan Ale. And I make a pretty mean Romulan Ale if I do say so myself. Uh, th- that is where I take Jones, uh, what is it, Berry Lemonade, because it's a very light blue, and mix it with, um, I-, I usually like to use a lime rum and mix it together. And it makes a very strong drink. It tastes like a uh, blue slushy. And uh, it, it, it's Romulan Ale. So I'm going to vote for my particular version of Romulan Ale. Michael? Um, hmm. Yeah, I got to go with the Squishy because personally, I think the Squishy is more powerful than Romulan Ale. So I'm going to go definitely with the Squishy. A vote for the Squishy. Chuck? Definitely going for the Squishy. Again, um, uh, because of its hallucinogenic uh, properties and uh, uh, in concentrated form. And uh, also, I'd really like to see the squishy go up against uh, Duff Beer. Uh, nice uh, laying down the shark trap. Mike? Yeah, that, that was a good one. I was, uh, I was tempted to go for Romulan Ale to tie it up and throw it to Christy, but that's some good nice. geek logic on... Um, on Chuck's part, I'm still going to go for the Romulan Ale. It is all tied up. Comes down to you, Christy. Which one takes the win? I hate rum. I love hallucinogens. Seriously, the squishy. And the squishy is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is Duff Beer versus Acme Products. It's hard for me to vote against Duff Beer. But it's up against Acme, and I can't vote in good conscience against the Warner Brothers family of cartoons, especially with the great legacy of Acme and the fact that it's also bled over into other Warner Brothers properties and other cartoon properties as well. Acme has become the go-to name for wild outlandish products that will ultimately backfire on the person who gets them. Uh, There's just something really satisfying about that, and it's been around and they've been doing Ac- Acme's been around for God, 70 years, 80 years almost now since they first introduced Acme products. Uh, it takes a lot to vote against Duff Beer, but as much as I'd like to see a squishy Duff Beer finale, I can't vote against Acme products. A uh, vote for Acme, Chuck. Definitely going for Duff. Um, and uh, I, I kind of agree in part with Michael. It's very hard to vote against Acme and, um, you know, the Warner Brothers cartoons are some of my favorite uh, stuff, but uh, yeah, uh, Duff Beer uh, is just such a great part of The Simpsons, so many great jokes surrounding it, and beer in general, and uh, also, again, it's um, I'd really like to see Duff Beer go up against uh, the Squishy. Total cocksucker move! 
of <laughs> for Duff Beer, Mike? Uh, I, I, I do like the idea of Duff Beer against the Squishy. You know, a, a Simpsons fight is a good fight. Uh, but Michael makes a very, very good point uh, about uh, Acme. Um, and uh, I didn't vote for Duff Beer before. I didn't even vote for Squishy. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to actually vote for Duff Beer on, on a technicality. Because the Acme, when I, and again, I, I put Acme Dynamite on the list because I, I tried to decide which specific product. And it gets morphed into the Acme line of products. And I think that's going a little too broad for this particular uh, fight. Um, you know, it's, that is not a product. That's technically a company at this point. So uh, because it is not, this particular entry is not a specific product. I think it is disqualified uh, from this uh, particular geek fight, uh, and I will vote for Duff Beer. You are such a goddamn disappointment. <laughs> Christy? Um, Duff Beer is the only product on the list with a theme park. So, A vote for Duff nice. Beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the list on Wikipedia. Actually, no, this is Roadrunner.com of Acme Products. Uh, Acme Theatrical Agency, Acme Hat Company, Acme Space Time Gun. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Acme Ultimate Dispatcher, which is just a gun. Acme Warehouse, Acme Water Pistol, um, Acme Whipped Cream Dispenser, and Acme X-Ray. I like Acme. I'm, I'm voting for Acme, but Duff Beer is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is the Everlasting Gobstopper versus Krabby Patties. I'm going for Krabby Patty again just because I think it's a really fun part of Spongebob. And I know it's, you know, just kind of like a kid's cartoon, but it's fun and zany. And um, it's also kind of poking fun at fast food a little bit. So uh, uh, Krabby Patty. Uh, Vote for Krabby Patty. Mike. Krabby Patty. More like Crappy Patty. I'm voting for the Everlasting Gobstopper. Uh. <laughs> Christy? Yeah, this is, I feel, I'm going to vote for Krabby Patty, but I feel bad voting against something so classic as the Everlasting Gobstopper in this particular fight. But um, SpongeBob is so fun and hilarious and awesome and weird, and Krabby Patty is awesome and fun and weird, too. So I'm going to vote for Krabby Patty. Uh, vote for the Krabby Patty. Um, yeah, I, this, this is where Damon becomes an old man. I, I never watched Spongebob, Spongebob ever. I know what a Krabby Patty is. I know what the, the characters are. I, I am aware of Spongebob. Uh, I've just never really, really cared. Plus, I, you know, the Krabby Patty doesn't look good. It doesn't look like it's something I want to eat. Uh, the Everlasting Gobstopper, the fictional one I, I wanted to eat and and the real one I used to eat all the time as a kid. So uh, I'm going to go with Everlasting Gobstoppers. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Michael. Which one takes the win? I vote for the meat. <laughs> and you said you didn't like the anal intruder. What? He said he's voting for the meat. Oh, well, you doesn't have good to go one, that David. way. No, There's that was not a good one, David. That was, that was actually a pretty foul one, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's called sarcasm. <laughs> Krabby Patty into the next round. 
We are on to the next fight, which I personally find to be a very difficult fight. It is the Daily Planet versus the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mike? Hmm, this is tough. This is very, very tough. Um, I voted for the Hitchhiker's Guide before, but I think I'm going to go for the Daily Planet. Uh, we are doing our six months of Superman. Uh, the Daily Planet is an essential part of Superman. Um, uh, it's reputation for truth and, uh, and informing the public and all of that. A great metropolitan newspaper. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Daily Planet. Blah, blah, blah. Daily Planet. Christy. This is really hard. Um, newspapers are something that I utilize today. But and 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 I want right now, but I think I want a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy more. Um, I just want one. So Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, vote for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, nothing against Daily Planet, but um, newspaper is a dying medium. I mean, I guess it'll still somewhat exist on the internet in another like twenty years, but uh, newspapers are dead. God damn it. Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is eternal. And uh, it, it lets you know to always bring a towel. I don't know why. It just makes sense. I'm voting for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Michael? I'm voting for the Daily Planet. It's a proud tradition. And I think it it, it's, it, it, it wouldn't be the same if it were some sort of, you know, something you read on a fucking tablet or a blog or something that was only on the computer. The Daily Planet stands for a certain type of America at a certain particular time. And I like the fact that they haven't changed it much over the years. It's representative. It's the only Superman would work at the fucking daily planet. Okay. I understand that. I get that. I think there's something to be said for there being tradition, you know, even if it's not the most relevant media in some ways, it's still something that people can get a lot out of it. It's an honorable organization and it puts out a good product every single day of the week. So I'm going for the daily planet. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? Okay. Um, hmm. I do like the idea of an actual guide to the galaxy. Um, and, uh, but, and the whole idea that newspapers are on the wane and stuff like that is a moot point to me. Uh, first of all, Superman is awesome. The Daily Planet's a newspaper. Newspapers actually exist. There's no fucking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It does not exist. Daily Planet. So because newspapers exist, it wins a fictional product contest up against something that is completely fictional product. Exactly. It's completely unassailable logic as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> there you go. You can you know, thank uh, good old Scotch for that. <laughs> Daily Planet <laughs> is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Christy, this one is yours. It is Nukem versus Perry Air. While Nukem is awesome, Perry Air is actually like i feel like a classy yes it's novelty and funny and it's from a from a very um punny movie but it's classy um and i i don't think we have very many classy products on here so i'm gonna go with the perry air oh vote for perry air uh i'm still voting for nukem because it put out the thing that i liked a lot uh and but it did remind me of a really great movie moment that almost always makes me cry and uh, Perrier is, is like a, a one-second thing. I, I guess Nukem is also like a two-second thing, but I don't care. I'm voting for Nukem. Michael? 
Well, fuck Newcomb for taking out Joe versus the Volcano. So that's, that's one big strike against it. But they're both jokes in the movies. Newcomb and Perry are both jokes in their films. They're not part of a larger plot line in the film. They're just there as a joke. I think Perrier is a funnier joke. So I'm going with Perrier. Chuck? Um, I'm going with Newcomb. Uh, I actually think Newcomb is a funnier joke because uh, it's uh, uh, kind of like an ironic um, riff on the idea of nuclear destruction. And uh, again, all, all those ironic TV commercials in RoboCop, I just think are really brilliant. Uh, um, so Newcomb. Uh, vote for Newcomb. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Uh, this sucks because I was going to vote for something completely random uh, because I really don't give a shit about either of these. Uh, I don't actually remember either of these. Uh, so I will vote for Newcomb because I like Robocop more than Spaceballs. And Newcomb is into the next round. Yeah, that's what you get for putting down the steamer trunk. Had you let the steamer truck through, Perrier might have made it. Ha! See? I, I'm just killing dreams of other people that way. Uh, Nukem is moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is the Hoverboard versus Butterbeer. And, um, you know, Michael brought up the fact that they, they, they did do a replica of the Hoverboard recently, and it doesn't hover. And then I was like, I, I was okay with that until I really thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. It doesn't have to hold a human being. But the motherfucker should have hovered. They make things that hover all the time now that you can put on your fucking desk and they sit there and they hover with mag magnets like there. Like, look, I've got a hoverboard. Like, give me that. Yeah, I can't ride it, but at least it's a fucking hoverboard. They fulfilled their fucking fantasy. It's a hoverboard. It hovers. Uh, I can, I'm going to have Butterbeer at some point in reality. I can drink that shit. It doesn't matter how good or bad it is. Uh, it, it, it is real and it exists now. And I can have it. Uh, there's no such thing as a fucking hoverboard. I'm voting for Butterbeer. So you're going with the Daily Planet logic there? Uh, yeah. Michael? Yeah. yeah that's, another good, that's a good point. They could have just made it hover. You could just sit on your desk and just fucking hover there. At least they would have been, hey, look, it's an actual fucking hoverboard. You know? Fuck them. And fuck Mattel. What, what do we need a fictional product <laughs> from Mattel for? We got plenty of real products from Mattel. We need a fictional one? Fuck them. Butterbeer. Uh, another vote for Butterbeer. Chuck. Uh, I'm going for hoverboards because they're still awesome. And uh, sure, Mattel came out with a hoverboard that doesn't hover. But that's because fanboys buy any stupid bullshit and just put it away in the their big stack of stuff that they never look at again. So they were just cashing in on that. You can't blame a company for doing that. And um, also, a hoverboard is based in actual real science. It doesn't need some kind of fruity magic to make it work. Just as an aside, you might not want to go with the bashing fanboys approach on this show since that's kind of our audience. Well, I'm making fun of myself. Fuck them. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, I do it. And I'm still making fun of it. Uh, Mike? You know, a very wise man once said, magic is for fags and so is butterbeer <laughs> hoverboard. Well, I love me some butterbeer. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Christy. I am ashamed of everyone. Oh, I'm voting for fucking hoverboards. But I'm surprised that you hadn't mentioned that dangers of butterbeer thing yet. Ooh, I may change my vote. Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to change my vote for that. 
But I think a dangers of hoverboards are in the future Ooh, for Damon yeah, and Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. <laughs> the only person that could write it would be Anthony, and Anthony wouldn't write that one. Anthony wrote a fabulous dangers of butterbeer, uh, but the hoverboard is moving on. And I, I'm dead serious. I don't understand why it doesn't magically hover on your desk with magnets. The hoverboard is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Uh, Michael, this one is yours. Ooh, it's kind of difficult. It is Log versus Buddy Christ. Well, I'm trying to think which one of these two things. You can roll downstairs alone or in pairs. And roll over your neighbor's dog. <laughs> which is great for a snack and it fits on your back. It's Log, Log, Log. Big as heavy it's wood. A vote for Log. Chuck? Uh, definitely Log. Uh, I think Buddy Christ is great, but uh, Log is just so funny. Uh, uh, just the marketing of this, uh, you know, everyday inanimate object as like a product that you have to have. And uh, also bring up the Log for girls. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, Log. Uh, Mike? Uh, I'm going to invoke Geek Precedent. Uh Two logs strapped together already beat Jesus once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Another moment. <laughs> that's like the best thing that's ever been said. Yeah, that was, that was genius. Uh, well, were they really logs or were they more extended branches or trunks, oh, really? No, they were, yeah, they were logs. modified logs. Oh. Modified logs. Christy? I don't know. They have to be pretty big logs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I am also voting for log because I, while I suppose that Christ is enduring um, and seems to have been around a little longer, I think it just got a head start on log and log will outlast Christ. But I like that. I like what Mike said. <laughs> hell, hell, hell for this one uh i'm voting for buddy christ just to, just to maybe save our souls but if it, <laughs> but 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 if it was actually in any kind of contention whatsoever yeah we, we were we were wrong. fucked a long time ago yeah i know <laughs> but log is moving on we're on to our next fight chuck this one is yours it is soil green it's people versus cheesy poofs hmm I'm going to go with Soylent Green because um, the whole idea of Soylent Green is fun and Charlton Heston is awesome. And uh, even though I like cheesy poofs, it's just kind of like a generic, uh, you know, cheese puffs implying that Cartman is fat and eats cheesy poofs and it's fun. But it's from kind of more, was emphasized more in the earlier seasons of South Park, which aren't as good as the later ones, in my opinion. And um, yeah, Soylent Green. Uh, vote for Soylent Green. Mike. Uh, I will also vote for Soylent Green. Um, one of the things that I don't like about Cheesy Poofs and Cheese Puffs and all of those in general uh, are because they have those biodegradable uh, packing peanuts now, which are basically the same thing without the flavoring. <laughs> and that creeps me out to think that basically I could use a bag of Cheesy Poofs to uh, to kind of pad something out when I'm shipping it. So uh, I'll go with Soylent Green. Uh, that sounds like a reason to to vote for Cheesy Poofs, uh, but a vote for Soylent Green. Christy? Well, um, 
I uh, I know I voted for Cheesy Poofs last time, but I also agree with Mike that cheese cheese puffs in general are disgusting. Whereas and 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 I agree with Chuck that it's just like a generic cheese puff. Whereas Soylent Green is a tested product. Before there was Soylent Green, there was Soylent Red. There was Soylent Yellow. And Soylent Green was just the perfected product of people. So Soylent Green is a better product anyway. Uh, vote for Soylent Green. Uh, now, wouldn't it be weird if like, you know... A year or two years from now, like there's like news on the internet about a, a crazy guy and living in a basement eating people, and you find out it was me. And I, I admit it to eating people several times on this show. That would be crazy. I'm voting for uh, cheesy poofs, Michael. Um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Soiling greens made out of people, and I gotta believe there's something wrong. It's going to do something bad to you, but it's, even in being made out of people, isn't as bad as what's probably in Cheesy Poofs. Because look what it did to Cartman. <laughs> I think Cheesy Poofs is partially responsible for Cartman being who he is. There's something in the in Cheesy Poofs that turns you fucking evil. So I'm going to go with Cheesy Poofs. I'll vote for Cheesy Poofs, but Soylent Green, its people, is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Squishy versus Duff Beer. This is a, this is a tough one. Um, you know, this is two classic Simpsons uh, things. Uh, I'm not a big beer person. Um, I actually would prefer a, a Squishy uh, to a Duff Beer in real life because even bad Slurpee type things are better than bad beer. Especially uh, when it gives you the ice cream headache. Yeah, I'm really fond of that. Oh, yes, you are. I've seen it happen on more than a few occasions. Um, beer gets you drunk, which isn't... Uh, not. I'm not a big fan of that feeling. I mean, for a little while, it's okay. But then, you know, I'm I prone to hangovers and vomiting and bloating. And, and hallucinations generally go without uh, nearly as many negative side effects so i'll go with the squishy i'll vote for the squishy christy i do like beer um i don't like bad beer but (sighs) duff beer if you remember the episode where they do go to the theme park lisa drinks the the water out of the ride like as a dare because Bart makes her and she totally hallucinates. So we're dealing with two hallucinogens. Um, I'm going to vote for the beer. Uh, vote for Duff beer. Um, see, the thing is the squishy has that one episode and it was great. And I know it pops up from time to time, but when I think of the Simpsons, I don't think of squishy. I think of Duff beer. It is the fictional product from the Simpsons universe that overrides every other fictional product that's in there, which it, ha- it has a lot of fictional products, but the, the one that rises above all of them has to be Duff beer. I don't care that I don't like beer and I would prefer to drink a Slurpee, but it doesn't make any difference. Duff beer is the fictional product of that universe. Uh, so I'm going to go with Duff beer. Michael. Um, to me, it's sort of a tie because personally, I do think of squishy and Duff beer almost equally. 
Duff is probably more ubiquitous. It's probably seen more often than Squishy, but I don't know. I, I, I don't have any issues with Squishy being represented as well as Duff. I, I, which of the two would I want the most is really what it comes down to. And I'm more of a Squishy person. Actually, I uh, actually out of all the Simpsons product, the one I want want the most is Skillbrow. Uh, I, I want a crusty burger. Yeah, or no, that just sounds wrong. Laramie cigarettes. Nice. Uh, Skittle Brow, just because it's not a real product. Homer just invented it by accident. Just give me some I don't believe beer. that's a real thing, sir. Okay, then just give me a twelve pack. <laughs> just give me a six pack of beer and a bunch of Skittles. So yeah. Oh, I want the talking crusty doll. Why isn't that not on here? There's so much. Yeah, so someone so someone so switched that thing from evil to good. <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Squishy. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Which one is going to go into the final four? Um, definitely Duff. Um, unfortunately, Mike, I'm kind of of the opposite spectrum where I, beer is awesome. I love the feel of it. I can drink it all day. It's it's really great, and uh, even cheap beer, you know. And Duff is cheap beer, and uh, Michael's right. It is a little more ubiquitous in uh, in the Simpsons. Um, and even though, you know, I like the, the Slurpee, I really like, uh, there's a great moment in The Simpsons with Duff Beer when they go to the Oktoberfest and Homer's listening to like the beer, German beer drinking music in the car. They can't stand it. And they finally pull up to the parking lot and like, oh, thank God that's over. And they open the door. There's a live band playing the beer drinking music. And a mascot of Duff Beer is going, drink Duff responsibly. Drink Duff responsibly. Duff Beer. Duff Beer is into the final four. The next spot in the final four, Christy, this fight is yours. It is Krabby Patties versus the Daily Planet. Oh, this is really, really hard because I. Okay. I love SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. Don't love Superman, but I love news and newspapers, and I don't love burgers so i guess i'm gonna vote for daily planet um yeah 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 uh vote for the daily planet not hard it's daily planet like i didn't want i don't watch spongebob gotta go daily planet michael you know fuck the daily planet it's newspaper it's old it's outmoded no one gives no one reads newspapers anymore they gotta get with the times (laughs) you know they got to get, get get with the, the modern media. They got to get to a new audience. They're a dying breed. No one's going to read newspapers anymore. That place would be closed up by now. You know, Superman wouldn't work at a place like that. It's 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 you know, it's beneath him. It's old. It's it, I don't nah, sorry. Daily Planet newspaper is a is an archive set fire to that some bitch. It's not worth the paper it's printed on. I'm going with Krabby Patty. Um a vote for the Krabby Patty. Uh Chuck yeah, this one is tougher than I would have thought. Um, I really love Superman a lot. Um, but uh, I'm actually a very unhealthy person. I really love fast food and uh, and burgers and McDonald's, uh, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, Christy, I'm sure you're a lot healthier than I am. You're probably going the right path here, but I like no. eating really terrible <laughs> shit. Uh, so I got to go for Krabby Patty. Yeah, unhealthy. A vote for the Krabby Patty. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Mike. Which one takes the win? Oh, boy. Uh, I I think this one will be pretty obvious. Uh, I'm not a fan of SpongeBob. I'm not terribly familiar with it. Uh, I'm I'm an old fart, too. 
uh, an old fart that remembers newspapers and actually likes newspapers. And uh, the Daily Planet uh, is probably like the the the, the Daily Bugle uh, is is the iconic newspaper for Marvel. Daily Planet is the iconic newspaper for DC. Uh, they have a great logo, the spinning globe that sits atop the building. Uh, when you see that, you know that you're seeing uh, a Superman story. So uh, that's just how important the Daily Planet is to its uh, it, to Superman's mythology. So Daily Planet. You know, I just realized something about that 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 spinning globe on top of the building. It would be incredibly expensive to put up there and maintain. That's a dangerous thing. That's, Wasteful spending. It really is, but. <laughs> That's the, the liberal media for you. The daily, the, new, the modern Daily Planet is a hologram, I think. Oh, it's or at least at one point. Oh, it yeah. Was. Well, that's not that's not inexpensive. Oh, sure. <laughs> we got a fucking hologram on top of our. We can't afford to pay our people decent wage, but we got a fucking hologram. On our bill. <laughs> of course, it's the way it works. Fucking Daily Planet. It's America. On to our next fight. It is Nukem versus the Hoverboard. Um, yeah. I just wanted to vote against Perrier the last time, but now I want to vote against the hoverboard. This is this is very horrible for me. I want to vote against both of these. <laughs> I don't really want to vote for either one because when they made the the replica hoverboard, it you know uh, the more I think about it, the more it's like why didn't they just put some magnets in it so it could hover? And I don't mean hover and I can ride it. I mean literally just to shut up all us stupid fanboys who talk about I want my hoverboard. Make a small hoverboard. That actually just hovers on a little magnetic platform and then go, there's your fucking hoverboard. Quit your goddamn whining. Uh, and they, they didn't do it. And not only if they if they had made that, I would have bought it and I would have quit my fucking whining because that would have been amazing. It would have been like $100 for a nice little board hovering there. And it'd be little. It wouldn't be big. It'd be little. But these dumb motherfuckers aren't taking advantage of it. Uh, Nukem is faker. Uh, but it's actually real world politics. So I'm going to go with uh, Nukem. Fucking nuke them. Michael. I want to go on record just saying about this hoverboard thing. I, I'm not one of those people who was sitting around going, boy, I really want a real hoverboard. I did not get that excited when I heard they were making the hoverboards. I didn't pre-order one. I didn't have any real desire to buy one. I wasn't one of those fanboys like, I want a real hoverboard. Blah, blah, blah. I really wasn't. I, I, it, yeah, I thought it was cool they were making them. Uh, I, I liked its appearance in the movie. But for me, it's about follow through. If you're not going to make a hoverboard that actually does what it says in the name of the product, don't fucking do it. And don't charge a couple hundred bucks for it either. Uh, that That's a bunch of bullshit. So I'm going to remain against the hoverboards, not because of any fanboy interest, just because it's fraudulent advertising. Make a real fucking hoverboard or don't make a real fucking hoverboard. Just don't don't waste my fucking time. I'm going to vote for Nukem just because I really fucking hate the hoverboards. Not because I'm supporting Nukem. <laughs> I like how clear we're being. Like, this is not a vote for Nukem. It is a vote against the hoverboard. I oh. would vote for anything else in this category, practically. But it happens to be Nukem, so I'm voting for Nukem. Yay, Nukem. <laughs> Chuck? Um, I really like Nukem. I even, uh, uh, I'm actually surprised it made it this far. Uh, uh. But there's no way I'm voting against hoverboards. And again, the whole thing with, oh, they made hoverboards don't hover and stuff like that is, uh, I think, kind of uh, missing the point of how awesome the idea of a hoverboard is. Um, it's awesome. Hoverboards. Yeah, they did miss the point of how awesome an idea a hoverboard is. It didn't hover. 
Right, but what I'm saying is that I still think hoverboards are cool, and I'm not going to get hung up on some actual, you know, stupid product that I didn't waste my money on. Mike, uh, this is this is tough. Um, I don't know Newcomb very well. I don't remember it uh, in in the movie, uh, but it certainly sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I have no problem with the fact that they haven't made a a small hovering hoverboard. Um, I have no problem with the fact that the hoverboard toy that they made uh, doesn't hover either. Uh, I have plenty of lightsabers and phasers and a very various numbers of props that uh, that don't function either. Uh, that's not the point. Exactly. Um, and and you know, Nukem doesn't actually nuke anything, as far as I know. <laughs> Uh, so even in the context of the show, it's just uh, just a crappy toy. Um, but you can play Nukem on water, and hoverboards don't work on water. So Nukem, <laughs> a vote for Nukem and Christy. You know that whole not working on water is really funny because. You'd think that if they did make a hoverboard, it'd be more like one of those one of those things you can like hover over the water on swamps and shit with like air and stuff. Fan boat. Fan boat. Okay. So you would think that they could make like a fan boat that you just, you know, strap your feet in like like a snowboard or something, right? So that is kind of dumb. Um also, I'd probably be more, much more likely to play a board game inside than ride a hoverboard outside. Hmm. I guess I'll vote for Nukem also. A vote for Nukem. And Nukem is into the next round. And Mike, wow. um, Nukem is a board game. It does not have it. it what it shows on the, in the movie is something you could play at home. Uh, hoverboards, you can't. Nukem is into the final four. Well, you can play. Yeah. I mean, the, the Nukem game doesn't let you actually nuke anything. Right. But the Nukem well, game... It never, they sh- it never says it will. Right. <laughs> it, it doesn't show it nuking anything. It just... Oh, you that be a me. really ineffective board game to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the hoverboard, they show it hovering and then it doesn't. So, and it's pink, too. Fuck that. I don't mind the pink. Oh, I like the pink. Well, but, the uh, Biff's got a different color. Or Griff, yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah, but that was a custom... <laughs> I don't even remember his name. I think that's that's good. Riff. Riff. But on to our next fight, which will be a slaughter fest. It is Log versus Soylent Green. Michael. You know, I've been on the Soylent Green train on this whole this whole way. I, I think Soylent Green is one of the most infamous of all fictional products. Um, but I was doing a little research, actually. The Log song, the opening bit is, what rolls down the stairs, a loner in pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. What fits on your back is great for a snack. It's log, log, log. As many people know, uh, the makers of Red and Stippy had a lot of problems with Nickelodeon uh, as far as censorship, and they had to change a lot of things around with that show. Eventually, they left the show because there were so many problems, and it even affected the log song, as it turns out. the What fits on your back is great for a snack. It's log, log, log line was not the original lyric for the song. Originally, the log song opened like this. What rolls down the stairs, a loner in pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's reasonably priced and was used to kill Christ, it's log, log, log. (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, I got to go with log because let's face it, it it has a pretty unbeatable. 
Genius. Uh, please, are you making that up? Totally nope. made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. But it sure sounds like it could be possible, doesn't yes. it? Yes. I, I, pre I prefer to believe it's true. Oh, I believe it now. Uh, Chuck? Um, yeah, again, uh, kind of like uh, how Michael was saying, I, I've been backing Soylent Green, but Log is just so hilarious. Uh, and uh, again, I was watching that when I was like in like uh, maybe like uh, fifth, sixth grade in uh, school. And uh, it just totally blew my mind, that whole sense of humor. I don't even know how they let that show on Nickelodeon, but it was awesome. And uh, Log is really hilarious. Another vote for Log. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Soylent Green, uh, because while a log was used to kill Christ, um, we actually do kind of have, have had Soylent Green uh, in our world for, for quite some time. They're called communion wafers. So, Soylent Green. <laughs> Nice, another angle of Christ. Uh, Not as strong as your previous argument, but interesting. <laughs> a vote for Soylent Green. Uh, Christy? I was going to vote for Soylent Green because um, I thought it would be nice to have two, um, like, bright, happy, not that, I mean, Duff, I mean, beer makes me happy. So happy products on one side and, like, nefarious products on the other side. But the way we keep talking about log, I feel like, I mean, it may as well be nefarious, so I'll vote for Log, too. Uh, vote for Log. And I'm just going to let you in on a little secret there, Mike. Uh, log has been around a lot longer than Jesus because, well, <laughs> trees have been around a lot longer than people. <laughs> trees us. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm voting for Log, too, because it's big, it's heavy, it's wood, it's better than that, it's good. Everyone wants a Log. Uh, and Log is into the final four. We've got Duff Beer versus the Daily Planet and Nukem versus Log. Uh, Chuck, this fight is yours. It is Duff Beer versus the Daily Planet. Hmm. Okay, this is a tough one. Um, I gotta say, I'm impressed Nukem made it into the final four. <laughs> uh, that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna go with Duff Beer uh, because I like beer more than the news. Uh, vote for Duff Beer. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for the Daily Planet, uh, even though I, I doubt that it will move on here. Um, because the opening of Superman the movie, uh, it starts with, in the decade of the 1930s, even the great city of Metropolis was not spared the ravages of the worldwide depression. In the times of fear and confusion, the job of informing the public was the responsibility of the Daily Planet, a great metropolitan newspaper whose reputation for clarity and truth had become a symbol of hope for the city of Metropolis. Uh, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, like I said, I'm not a big fan of beer in general, of bad beer even more so. Uh, I'm a big fan of Superman at Superman's 75th anniversary. And uh, one thing that I was thinking, the Daily Planet is kind of synonymous with Perry White. And Perry White is probably the only character in all of Superman who they've actually managed to do a good job on pretty much every time they've translated him to screen. So, Daily Planet. Uh, vote for the Daily Planet. Christy? Um, I am going to lump the Daily Planet newspaper... I mean, today, when we think of newspaper, I read New York Times online. I, you know, I read tons of journalist blogs that are associated with newspapers. So I'm going to just go ahead and lump that in with that. Um, and while I do love beer, I can, I mean, I also drink other things 
that aren't beer. So I don't think that I could live without reading a quote unquote newspaper every day. So I'm going to vote for the daily planet. A vote for the daily planet. Huh? So this kind of sucks for me because normally here, you know, because I I, I don't really have a, 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 a stake in this one. You know, either one is fine for me to move on. Um, and if I vote for the Daily Planet, Daily Planet moves on. Easy. If I tie it up with Duff Beer, Duff Beer moves on because I'm 90% sure Michael is going to vote for Duff Beer. So it's one of those, like, which one do I want in the final up against Log? Um, I'm going to vote for the Daily Planet because I think the Daily Planet will lose to the Log. That's, that's the only reason, because I want Log to win this goddamn episode. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just putting it on the table right now. Who earns? I'm voting for the Daily Planet. Uh, Michael. I guess it doesn't matter, so I'm just going to vote for uh, the steamer trunk from Joe versus the Volcano. (laughs) Uh, Vote for the steamer trunk from Joe versus the Volcano. But the Daily Planet is into the finals. Mike, this fight is yours. It is Nukem versus the Log. Yeah, I don't know how... Well, Nukem made it this far on on a variety of, of jokes... And a lot of spite, uh, in many ways. Uh, Log has made it this far uh, because uh, it's better than bad. It's good. The log um, has become quite powerful. The log, yeah, the log. I mean, it killed Jesus. <laughs> it, uh, I think it could pretty much uh, take out a board game. Uh, actually, if you <laughs> chop up Log and compress the particles, uh, you would get a board game. <laughs> so uh, let's let's vote for Log and really get both of them. Uh, you realize you just doomed if Daily Planet. Well, yeah, just, I was going to use that against just, Daily Planet in the next round. You gave us the ammunition to shoot the Daily Planet in the back of the head. Oh, it didn't need any ammunition. Uh, a vote for. Yeah, Lo- Log is just going to roll through this game. <laughs> <laughs> Christy? I have nothing funny to say. I'm voting for Log. I. I'm excited to see what everyone else is going to say in the next round. I am voting for Log. Not funny. Michael. It's Log. Uh, Chuck, is it a clean sweep for the Log? You're muted, Chuck. Or you're dead. Or both. Log killed him. (laughs) Log is better than bad. It is good. <laughs> First Jesus, then Chuck. I bet you he was thinking that, that we were going to take a really long time to talk about Log or something. And it's like, no. It's- With a little bit of luck, it just killed Chuck. It's Log, Log. <laughs> <laughs> you know how glad I am that Price and Christ rhymed? <laughs> that was so amazing. That was, that was- so amazing. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> the weird thing is a part of me went, you know, I think I remember that version. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Chuck is there now. He's not dead. No, no, I had it on mute. Um, so, uh, no, it's not a clean sweep. I'm going to go with Nukem, um, partly out of spite that uh, Deaf Beer didn't make it to the end. Fair enough. Uh, vote for Nukem. But uh, yeah, and the only reason Nukem it was it was it was it was nothing but spite the whole time. It was vote uh, voting against the other thing. That's the reason why uh, Nukem made it to the final four. But Log is in the finals. It is the Daily Planet versus Log. 
Christy, that one is yours. This is kind of nice because it's something very old school versus something very new school, even though it's like 20 years old or something now. Um, and it's really hard. I love Log. We've all expressed our love of Log um, and the power of Log. It's gotten two clean sweeps. But, um, and I don't really have any um, love for Superman or connection with the Daily Planet. I just really love newspapers. Uh, but I suppose you could print or carve news into a log and use it that way. So I'm going to vote for log. But if somebody says something really good about the Daily Planet, which I doubt, um, I'll probably change my vote. Uh, vote for log. I will very quickly and easily vote for log and say one thing that hasn't been said in this episode yet. It's got a great outro music song. God yes, damn it. Like, that was mine. I took it from you. <laughs> I stole that shit like it. Fucking. Yeah. I'm voting log. Michael. Yeah. I, I got to go with log because I mean, well, wouldn't it also stand to reason that it doesn't like news because it's run by the Jews. It's log, log, log. <laughs> oh, man. So there you go. I got, got log for that. Man, it's just... This is awesome. Log, yeah, totally. Uh, Chuck? That was awesome. Um, Actually, yeah. it's really not awesome at all. Yeah, well, you got to look out, man. They're going to go after you now. Um, yeah, so, this. Yeah, you're on the list. Uh, yeah, you know... You know, news is great. Newspapers are great. I used to read the New York Times all the time and everything like that. But um, I basically became disillusioned because no matter how you vote, you're going to get completely screwed. And uh, no matter how much you know about world events, you're going to get completely screwed. Um, and uh, yeah, on, on that uplifting note, um, Log is great because it's uh, fun, ironic, and, and pointing out how uh, we're getting screwed. We're getting duped into buying logs. So, Log. A vote for Log and Mr. Ortiz. Well, I'm going to vote for the Daily Planet because you stole my geek logic on this one. And I'm just going to play Michael saying his thing about Jews over and over again as the outro. <laughs> um, as long as you put it to the, uh, log, uh, the log music, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, score it properly, please. Uh, but Log is the winner. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood, it's better than bad, it's good. I just want to say I just want to say that from the moment Mike brought up the Christ thing, I actually went in and put log in the champion box. <laughs> because I knew it was gonna fucking happen. Yeah. And so the moment that happened, it's like it's over. The rest of this okay. is just we're just playing this out for an inevitable end. Yeah. That was one of the best statements I've ever made. <laughs> We are all going to hell. And of course, as always, we are absolutely wrong. Uh, the winner of this one should have been True Blood, which Jared just sent to me as the, uh, his unknown uh, because I sent it to his Gmail and not his live. And that's where the mix up happened. But True Blood should have been the winner. It could what is that? The, the, it's a, a, a vampire it's, porno. It, no, it's blood. It's fake blood. It's fake blood for oh, vampires. Oh. So they don't have to drink people. Duh. So, uh, you could have Soylent yeah, Green and True yes. Blood. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But anyway, 
Uh, does anybody, uh, thanks for everybody listening. Anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Chuck. Um, no, I'm good. Christy. Nope. Michael. This isn't so much a plug as it is an observation. Um, I've been well known for being a Del Taco fanatic and very much against Taco Bell over the years. But to be fair, to be fair, periodically, once every few years, I will revisit Taco Bell to see if their products have gotten any better. And recently, they've had a long line of these Doritos, tacos, and a few other things. And I thought, okay, okay, I'm willing to give these guys a shot. So I decided to do a little experiment. And I went and got one of each kind of uh, three, three different tacos. I got a Doritos Loco taco, a Volcano taco, and a regular taco. I went up to the corner where there's a Taco Bell not far from where I live, literally less than 45 seconds away from where I live. Bought the three tacos home. By the time they had gotten from the Taco Bell to my, my house, the bottoms of all three tacos had completely fallen apart because the meat was so watery and so fucking full of also God only knows what kind of sauce and shit that the bottoms of the damn taco shells fell out. And all I had was a gooey, nasty mess of three tacos lying there in there. So I could barely eat the things like a rational human being. I had to pile it all onto the shit. It was a fucking nightmare, disgusting mess. And they didn't have regular fucking iced tea. All they had was fucking raspberry iced tea. I don't want fucking raspberry iced tea. More raspberry iced tea, I'll order it. Want regular fucking iced tea. Del Taco has regular iced tea. Every other goddamn place on the map has fucking iced tea. Why do you have just regular raspberry iced tea? It's not what I want. Another one I fucking want. Maybe I don't want fucking flavored iced tea. Hey, man, so over you know in New Jersey, you know, New Jersey, man, day, Taco Bell's the shit. At the end of the day, fuck Taco Bell. Fuck no. it up. It's ridiculous, dumb, half-beefed ass. You're I don't want to hear anything franchise. more about this fucking gooey meat pudding that they're putting in this fucking these fucking shells, and they're falling apart before I even have a chance to eat them. I'll try them again in another three years, and I'm sure they'll be just as nasty then, too. No, man, it's it's a lot better over here. You know, you got to have Mexicans and not white people making that shit. Oh, no, the Mexicans make all fast food now. Oh, yeah? Well, we don't even have Del Taco over well, here. Well, there's Mexicans in the fast food, for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Taco uh, Bell is people. Soylent green. <laughs> I will say I did just try the Cool Ranch one of the uh, oh, it's Doritos great. Locos. I actually like that one. It's okay. But... Uh, I'd like to also thank our friends, uh, DVDGeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Uh, also check out their uh, product website, which is Bye Bye Robot, and the Rockford Files Files. Yeah, I said I wasn't going to do it anymore, but keep doing it because I, it's just in my head, and this is what I remember. Uh, also give a listen in to uh, Greg Blanchard over there at Inappropriate Conversations and the, the Mission Log podcast, a Roddenberry podcast. Um, let's see. Special thanks goes to Chris Mitchell and Christy Woke for what they've done on the, the Geek Fights Wikia, Karen for being a presence on the internet, and Mr. Jared Formby for his amazing intros. You can check him out at www.heystartrek.net and also super underscore Spock on the Twitters. Mike? You know, for the last couple of weeks, I've been uh, mentioning putting my name in the ring for uh for the next pope but i think after this log jesus stuff uh pretty much that ain't gonna happen um i actually just jumped over to the church of satan to see if maybe they needed a pope but their website is horrible it's got this bright magenta text 
looks like kind of a 1997 era website. I don't know. They, they you'd think the Church of Satan could get a better web designer. But uh, since I'm not going to be Pope, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on the Week and Geek video show every week where we review new comics. Um, other than that, you can find us at geekfights.net uh, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, lists of uh, past episodes, and more. Well, they ignore people fucking children, so I think they can ignore you making an off comment about Log. Yeah, Yay. okay. Well, then, in that case, uh, yeah, uh, boys, right. yeah. Uh, pick me for Pope. There we go. Sorry. I was going to say, plus there's a lot of pull for them to not choose someone from Europe this year. So I'm not yeah, from Europe. Right. We need Americans. Yeah, let's keep discussing <laughs> this like it could actually happen. <laughs> don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and whatever Xbox Live Zoom Network. Oh, both of them are garbage now. But don't forget to rate and review us on them. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show, just contact us at geekfights.gmail.com uh, or look for us on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we are Geek Fights there as well. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Man, it's a jazz show now. We're going to do jazz. Uh, next week's episode is Best Best Picture. <laughs> and after that is... Uh, uh, number one badass? Isn't that the name of the episode? Number one badass. Number one badass. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight, man. Good night. Dinosaur. Yeah. Hey, kid. You want a toy? Uh-huh, uh-huh. How about a bike? No. A video game. No! Well, okay. You pick a toy. Hmm, I want... Log! Boy, oh boy. Yes, Log. All kids love Log. What rolls downstairs, the motor and pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack? It's on your back. It's long, long, long. It's long, long. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's long, long. It's better than that. It's good. Everyone wants a log. You're gonna love it long. Come on and get your log. Everyone needs a log. Log from Blamo. You look really cold. You look really cold in your picture. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. in it was cold that day. Mm-hmm. I would hope so, because otherwise you're really overdressed. Well, I don't. I, I'm really poor, so I don't use the heat at my house normally. So it was very cold. Oh, for a second, I thought you said I like whores, so I don't use the heat in my house. <laughs> nice. well, I like whores. I don't know how that would work. Like like well, cold. no, they keep you warm, man. I was gonna say. Yeah, but that's a lot more expensive than just paying the heating bill. And no, how many whores would you have to have? Unless they're crack whores. It depends. No, you're, well, you're thinking of prostitute whores or just people love. that you know, have too much. Oh, sex. crack whores are paper thin. They're wasted away. There's no heat there. This is true. We didn't say crack whores. It depends what kind of whore. Yeah. You know how many crack whores you need to keep you warm if you're not using your heater? Mm-hmm. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging up on all of you.
but I am intrigued by this anal intruder. I'm still got anal intruders floating around in my head. It's what I want to be in my mouth. 